You will get faster, bigger, better promotions when you play an active role in your own professional development. The person who needs to care the most is you, the individual, right? We can't put that responsibility on someone else because it's our career. So if you aren't having conversations with your manager, it doesn't mean that that you are not being talked about. It just means that you are being talked about without you in the room. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you're new here, welcome to the art of speaking up. I'm Jess. I'm the host and creator of this podcast. And I had an almost decade long career in the nine to five space and started this podcast on the side when I was several years into my nine to five career. And this podcast eventually became my full time job. Now I'm a podcaster. I am a career and leadership coach for women in the nine to five space. And everything on this show is focused on helping you feel confident, helping you find a confident voice, and helping you succeed in your career and rise up and become a leader. My mission is really more female leaders. And if you see that as part of your future, you're in the right place. I like to keep the show very real and honest because when I was in my nine to five career and I was struggling with confidence, I found that a lot of the professional development advice I was finding, it felt very condescending. It didn't feel real. It didn't feel like it was speaking to the real issues and real challenges that I was having. And so I felt more alienated, more alone. And so I've always wanted this show to be really real, really honest, really warm and welcoming and loving and nurturing. Because for those of you out there who are like me, you're a little bit on the sensitive side, right? You have kind of a softer heart and you you need space. You're introspective, right? Like we, we need that environment, that fertilizer that helps us grow. And that's really what I want this show to be for you. And I also like to keep it really fun because fun is just in my DNA. It's in my blood. I I get bored really easily. And today's episode is on such an important topic. This is something that I know is top of mind for a lot of you. This is something that comes up in the majority of my client work. And it's something that I really encourage you to think about and don't be afraid to lean into this episode and take in this information as if it applies to you 100%. Because when your confidence is not at its highest potential, and when you doubt yourself and you don't feel super strong inside and super strong in your career, it's really easy to listen to an episode like this with the mindset of, okay, I will listen but I'm not going to apply the advice because this is too scary for me or I'm not as confident as everyone else or you know I I can't do this and I just want you to notice if your brain is doing that 
right? Because while that might feel like the truth and it might feel like you can't apply this advice and it's too scary and it's not for you and it's for everyone else, that's not necessarily true. And this is really where you have a chance to catch a glimpse into your own mindset and how your brain is talking to you and offering you stories that feel true. And yes, they feel hard and true and awful and real. But the more you can see what's happening within you, and the more you can see that what you sense inside and experience inside is often subjective and often not the truth, the more choice you will have to start taking the things you're learning and actually go to the place in your mind of like, well, what if I could do this? What if this wasn't too scary for me? What if I could apply this advice? What if this is for me? What if I do belong? What if I can be one of the women in this community who gets the promotion and has the transformation and finds her voice and gets the raise and becomes a leader and just totally changes her career path and who she is inside? Like, what if that is possible for me? I at least want you to play with allowing your mind to entertain that possibility. Because the more you do that, the more this information is going to sink in at a deeper level. So let's get started. If you are new here, I want to call your attention to my free resources that I offer outside of the podcast. So if you go to my website, which is justgazetcoaching.com slash free resources, you will find my free ebook, The Smart Ambitious Woman's Guide to Assertiveness in the Workplace. You will find my free executive communication course, Speak Like a CEO. And you will also find my free workbook that I created as a companion workbook to episodes 148 through 150 on creating a powerful professional reputation. All of these resources are free. You can get one of them, two of them, all of them on my website, and I will link that in the show notes below. I've gotten really beautiful feedback on all of them and particularly on Speak Like a CEO. People have really enjoyed that course. I think because it's a video course, it's more fun. It's like we're hanging out, right? So check those out if you're working on assertiveness, if you're working on your voice, if you want to up-level your communication skills. All right. Let's get into how to speed up your path to promotion. So this happens often when I'm working on the podcast and planning the podcast. I was like, I'm going to do an episode on how to help you get a promotion faster, right? Because that's one of my favorite topics. I'm obsessed with it. I do so much one-on-one work with my clients on that. So I know that it's going to be helpful for you. And as I started to list it out, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of pieces to this. This is going to have to be several episodes. And there were so many pieces that it wasn't even like a two or a three-part episode series, which I do sometimes. Like if something feels pretty meaty, I'll break it into two or three episodes. This topic, like the list was just so long. I was like, I'm going to have to tackle this in bits and pieces. And so we're going to start helping you with your path to promotion one little step at a time. And today's step is really all around professional development conversations and you understanding how they function within the context of your path to promotion. Now, if you haven't already, I highly recommend that you listen to the episode. It's in the 140s. It's called Asking for a Promotion Versus Waiting for a Promotion. I highly, highly recommend that you listen to that one because all of these episodes on speeding up your path to promotion are all part of the same picture and they all kind of fit together. So in that episode, I laid out this idea 
that when it comes to getting promoted in your nine to five, you can do what I did for a long time in my career, which I don't recommend, which is just try to do really good work and work the hardest and say yes to everything and be really perfect, but never ever have a scary conversation about the future of your career. Like just wait for someone to notice you and promote you. And listen, that that can work. I got really big promotions that way. However, you will get faster, bigger, better promotions when you play an active role in your own professional development. And you should play an active role in your own professional development. I mean, think about it. It's kind of crazy to expect that someone else should take the reins and take charge of our professional growth. It's our professional growth, right? Our bosses are worried about their professional growth. This is not to say that as leaders, they shouldn't care about their people and that as leaders, we shouldn't care about our people's professional growth, like, right, the the professional growth of our teams and our direct reports. And in fact, I think as a leader, it's so important to care deeply about that. However, who is the person who needs to care the most? The person who needs to care the most is you, the individual, right? We can't put that responsibility on someone else because it's our career. And so this means that we kind of need to decide and make decisions on how much involvement we want to have in that process. And what I recommend is the level of involvement that you should have in you getting promoted. Now, listen, I'm not going to give you a blanket recommendation here. So I'm not going to say you should have as much involvement as possible in you getting promoted. I bet you thought that's what I was going to say. And I kind of thought that that was what I was going to say too. But here's the level of involvement that I do suggest you have when it comes to you getting in the driver's seat and you playing an active role in moving yourself towards your next promotion. And again, listen to that episode, Waiting for a Promotion versus Asking for a Promotion to clarify this concept that I'm talking about right now. But the amount of sort of proactive action that you should take is the amount that you would take if you felt 100% confident in yourself, your capabilities, and your ability to deliver super high value for your company if offered a promotion. If you knew you would crush it, if you knew it would be good for the company, if you knew you were good at your job, and if you felt totally confident in yourself how active and how much action would you take when it comes to getting yourself into a promotion, that's the amount of action. That's how proactive you should be. It's acting from the version of you who is confident, right? Making decisions from the version of you who knows she's good and not making decisions from feelings of fear and doubt, which feelings of fear and doubt are normal, right? We all have them. I have them. You have them. Literally, everyone has them. It's making sure that you see where your choices and actions are being driven from those feelings versus being driven from the version of you who you want to be. And your actions when it comes to advocating for a promotion should be driven by the version of you that you want to be, the version of you that is confident and who is certain that if given a promotion, it would not only be better for you, it would be better for your team and your company and the mission. Okay, so this brings me to the topic of professional development conversations. Now I'm going to give you a blanket recommendation here because this one is like super crystal clear. 
If you do not have dedicated, at minimum, monthly time carved out with your manager to talk about your professional development, I really encourage you to set that up today. (laughs) Now, don't let your brain procrastinate. Don't put it at the bottom of your to-do list. This is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself in your career is to have at minimum one hour a month with your manager that is not your regular one-on-one, that is not focused on work or projects, but that is focused on you and your professional growth. Now, this doesn't mean that you all of a sudden have to jump in to asking your manager when you're getting promoted. The beautiful thing about having monthly time with your manager is it takes pressure off because if you're meeting with your manager every month, you can start with topics like your growth aspirations or things that are interesting to you that you want to explore further or skills that you want to improve. You can start with a broader range of topics to explore with your manager and slowly over time, you can build to having those conversations be focused on your next step and your next promotion. But the most important thing is that that time exists and that it is treated with as much importance as any other meeting, right? So that it's on the calendar, it exists, it doesn't get moved and deprioritized over and over, but it's something that's happening at least every single month. Now, I will do a separate episode and separate content on how to think about those meetings and how to use those meetings and what you should say in those meetings and your mindset and confidence going into those meetings. But today, I'm going to hit on a really specific piece, which is why it's really important for you to create that space and have that monthly, at least at minimum monthly hour with your manager to talk about your professional growth and the areas where you are growing and developing versus not having that time with your manager and having all discussions about you and your personal growth happening behind the scenes in forms that you are not a part of as part of your company's merit or promotion or talent evaluation process, right? So your professional growth is being talked about whether you're part of it or not. Because if your company has any sort of talent development or, you know, promotional growth efforts that happen, which most companies do. Some are highly structured. If you work at a smaller company or a startup, there might be a little bit less structure there. But every company has a process for looking at its employees, looking at their performance, looking at who might be growing into new roles. Every company has some sort of process and there's some sort of conversations happening behind the scenes. So if you aren't having conversations with your manager, it doesn't mean that that you are not being talked about. It just means that you are being talked about without you in the room. And so when you get this hour and this time with your manager, you are inserting yourself into those conversations, which you should because those conversations are about you. So of course, you should be a part of them, right? Now, I want to explain to you one of the main functions of professional development conversations of that one hour a month right? There are a couple of functions, which I'll outline that are really important. And then I'm going to deep dive into one of them that is super important for you to understand. And actually, this concept will help you in multiple areas. So the purpose of these professional development, like this hour that you spend with your manager, 
First, it's to increase your rapport with your manager. You're spending time not just talking about work and projects, but talking about you. That's going to strengthen your relationship with them. Second, it demonstrates maturity when you take the initiative to set these up, to come with an agenda, to drive a conversation about your professional growth. That demonstrates enormous maturity, really sophisticated leadership skills. Like just the act of setting up those discussions and showing up to them with something and not putting the burden on your manager to have to like have the agenda and have everything. That is like, that on its own can be enough to show a leader that you are ready to lead and that you are ready to get promoted. So that's a really big piece of it. The third is it's going to help you grow, right? Like you're going to be talking about yourself and your growth and getting feedback. That's going to help you evolve so much faster than if you aren't having those discussions and you're just kind of like in a guessing game. But the fourth and fifth reasons are the ones that really matter if getting a promotion is something that's on your mind. So the fourth and the fifth reasons are the fourth reason is to make your intentions known, to have a place where you can let your manager know when you are feeling like you're ready for a promotion. That's the fourth reason. And the fifth reason, which is what I'm diving into today, which is what matters so much, is so that you influence the narrative of who you are, what your skills are, what you're good at, and why you are ready, why it is a good decision for your company to make a choice to advance you to the next level. Here's how I want you to think about this. I want to explain this using an analogy that I think is going to really help you understand why it's so important for you to shape your own narrative and what that even means. Like this analogy is going to help you understand what that even means. I want you to imagine that you've been spending years saving for a house, which is not super unrealistic, right? Depending on where you are in life. A lot of my friends are buying their first houses. So exciting. And it's a, it's really exciting, right? So I just want you to imagine that you're in that phase, or maybe you have been, maybe you are, <laughs> maybe you're not imagining this, but let's have fun with this, right? And I, I really want you to imagine that you finally found your dream house. It has everything you want. And let's just go to town here and imagine this like beautiful, wildly luxurious home that you get to purchase and live in. And it has all of these beautiful little features that you feel so excited about, right? Like, I don't know if you've ever been on like the fancy toilets in the bathroom where like the toilet is warm and like there's all these fancy buttons on the toilet. Like maybe that's, maybe that's part of your dream house, right? I know people who it was. Maybe you have a really beautiful pool in the backyard that has this gorgeous view of the water or the hills, right? Maybe the kitchen has like all this spaciousness and these cool ways of doing storage. And maybe you've got like skylights and all of these beautiful, unique features in your home. And you have all these different rooms that you can go in and they're decorated so beautifully. And you feel so proud of this home. And I want you to imagine that feeling of moving into a new place. 
where it's new and you love it and you're like just getting familiar with it. It's still kind of like it hasn't sunk in and settled in and started to feel familiar yet. So you have that like new feeling, like that excitement around it, right? So I want you to imagine like you're in your first couple weeks of living in your home. None of your friends have seen it, right? And you are so excited. You invite your friends over to see your house. Now, most people in this situation, inviting their friends over to this home that they are so excited about, are absolutely, hands down, going to want to give their friends a tour of the home, right? So um, I want you to imagine that you invite your friends over, you have the tour plans out in your mind, you're so excited to walk them through your home. And they get there and they start like giving themselves the tour and they start like walking around and you're like, no, 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 no. Like, don't, don't go all around the house. Like, I need to take you around the home. I need to show you the rooms and the order that you're meant to see them. I need to show you all the features that you're not going to notice if you just like look through the house and walk through the house on your own. I need to show you all of those things, right? And so your friend starts wandering around and you say, no, no, like, No, (laughs) I'm giving you a tour because otherwise you're going to miss the important things. And I'm not going to get to show you the pieces that I'm so excited about and really help you see like the story of this home, why I bought this home. And so you, you go through the house with your friend in the order that feels so right and so special to you. And you're pointing out all of the little features and things about your house that you love so much that they might not have seen or noticed if they had walked through the house alone. And you're sharing with them all the stories of the process of buying the house and what that was like. And by the end, you feel like you've really gotten to show them your home, right? And you're so glad that you didn't let them just like wander around on their own, like just like popping in and out of random rooms and like looking at things because they won't, they don't know your home. They don't know how to give themselves a tour of your home, right? You need to give them that tour. Now, this is a beautiful example to help you understand your professional narrative. No one knows more about the work that you do and your talents and your skills and your capabilities than you. You are with yourself all day long. Your boss is not. So when you don't have professional development conversations with your boss, And when you fully rely on whatever conversations they're having behind the scenes without you in the room, what you're doing is you're inviting your friend to the house and then you're disappearing and you're trusting that your friend is going to be able to give themselves a self-guided tour of your home at the same level that you would have been able to, right? Just like you're trusting that your boss noticed all the little things that you know about that they might not be aware of, just like you trust that they're going to look at things in the right order and be able to see the bigger picture, right? Like you're putting a lot of trust in your friend when you think that they can get the same experience touring the house without you. And one of the things that is so critical about the house tour is that when you decide to show them around, 
you have an order that you're going to do it in and there's a reason, right? There's a story around this house. Maybe the kitchen is really at the center or the living room is really at the center and you don't want them going into like the master bedroom as the first thing because that's not the best way to represent the house, right? You know what are those cool rooms, those cool spots, those cool moments in the house and you know that you need to start with like what they see first and then slowly guide them to the most exciting parts in an order that really makes sense and properly shows off the house. So you're creating a story, an experience around this house that is really specific that you want to convey to your friend. And the same is true for your professional narrative. You have a specific story, a specific way that you want to represent yourself that really shows the full extent of what you have to offer, that really properly conveys the story of who you are and what you do and why you are so good at it. And without you having conversations with your boss, you don't get to shape that. You don't get to decide the order. You don't get to decide the story. You don't get to pick the narrative. You don't get to point out all the little details that they're going to miss. You have sent them to tour your house on their own, right? And in this situation, the thing that is at stake is not them like seeing your house. The thing that's at stake is your career, right? So you're trusting that they have enough on their own to wander around this house on their own, wander around whatever thoughts and perceptions they have about you on their own without any guidance or direction or highlights from you You're trusting that they're going to have enough on their own to get to the end of that and really come away with the impression that you want them to come away with. And now you might be able to see why professional development conversations are so important. When you are meeting with your manager regularly and talking about what you're achieving, where you're growing, what you're accomplishing, what your wins are, you are giving them a piece of the tour of your house. And every time you meet with them, you're showing them another room, right? Another part of the story. Whereas when you aren't doing that, you are trusting that not only are they going to take time out of their busy work day to be thinking about your house and touring your house, but you're trusting that they're going to take away the things that you want them to take away. And even if you have the most incredibly insightful, supportive manager in the world, they will never be able to know as much as, and they will never be able to shape that narrative as powerfully as you, because you know the most about you. You are with yourself all day long. So when you schedule these professional development conversations, you are taking control and giving your manager the tour of your house, giving your manager the tour of you, what you've done, what you've accomplished, where you've grown. You are taking all of that into your own hands. You control the narrative. Rather than figuring out whatever default narrative they're going to have if they just tour the house on their own, you control the narrative. Now, if you have a beautiful house and your manager tours the house without you guiding them, they're still going to think that it's a great house, right? They're not going to have you deciding what they see first and what they see second and what they notice. And this is where you have so much power to compress the timeline for your promotion, to get that yes over the decision line 
faster, where you have power not to be the person whose promotion gets postponed to the next cycle and the next cycle and the next cycle, or not to be the person who gets the smaller pay bump, right? You have the ability to move that over the line by giving the perfectly curated, excellent tour of the home, right? By having that narrative that you are building month after month with your manager so that by the time merit cycles or talent evaluation processes roll around, your manager, your leadership has a really clear understanding of who you are, what you've done, and why you're ready for this next thing. Now, of course, this is just scratching the surface of this topic, right? Because inherent in your ability to give a powerful tour of your home and inherent in your ability to give your manager a powerful tour of your own capabilities and create a powerful narrative of who you are and why you're ready for the next thing is your confidence, right? So like, if you are obsessed with your house that you bought and you think it's the best house ever, it's going to be really easy for you to give a compelling tour of your home. If you hate your house and you're like, this house is ugly and it's horrible, it's going to be really difficult for you to give a really compelling tour, right? So your inner confidence plays a really big role in this, like a massive, massive role in this. And I'm going to be talking about that in a separate episode where I'm going to talk about the relationship between imposter syndrome and your career path and how imposter syndrome impact what you believe is possible for your career and your willingness to go out and pursue it. But what I want you to understand from this episode is that your decision to either spend an hour a month with your manager or not talking about your professional development, like to either do that or not, is your decision to either give them a tour of your home and show them your home in the order you want to show it to them and pointing out the things you want to show to them. It's your decision between that and just letting them enter your home and wander around and show themselves around and make sure, like hope that they find the right things and that they see the right things and hope that what they get out of their own thoughts and exploration of you and your professional story Hope that that's as good and compelling as the story that you would have created for them. That's why it is so important to take an active role in this process. And if you listen to asking for a promotion versus waiting for a promotion, you will see a really big link and overlap with this episode. And things are going to start to coalesce in your mind. So if you've listened to that, you might want to go back and listen to it again. And if you haven't listened to it, definitely check it out. And I will continue talking about this topic in more episodes because I'm obsessed with getting women promoted. It is so important to me and so close to my heart. But what I want to leave you with is this. Today's episode has a very simple homework assignment. The homework assignment for this week is just to set up a monthly recurring hour with your manager and make sure it happens every month. The goal is it never gets canceled and not rescheduled. An hour of talking about you happens every single month. All right, I'm going to close out today's episode and leave you with that piece of homework. Don't let your brain talk you out of it. Don't get sucked into a story that it's too scary for you. Act as the version of you that you want to be. Make decisions as the confident version of you. And if you don't want to do this alone, 
And if you want my support in this process in getting this meeting cadence going, in figuring out what narrative you want to be sharing with your manager to position yourself as ready for a promotion, to build the confidence that you're going to need to have these conversations and to compress the timeline of you getting to your next professional level, I would love to help you with that. And I invite you to check out my one-on-one coaching by going to jessgazitcoaching.com slash coaching. That is all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you next week. I've got a guest coming on the podcast or a turning guest, which I'm really excited about. So I will catch you in next week's episode. Have a beautiful day.